0: So hello everybody and welcome to episode number 83 of In My Mug on Monday the 14th of June, 2010. My name is Steve Layton and I know this because I'm in my garden and if I'm not here then I'm trespassing trespassing in somebody else's. So, I'm in the garden this week for a reason. Um, Basically, as you said, the summer, some people don't drink as much coffee as they normally would, um, and wanted to do some iced coffee, Uh, just try and do something a little bit more refreshing, a little bit more in keeping with the the weather that we've been having up late. Unfortunately, it's gone a little bit overcast here now, but it's kind of perfect weather for this, and and, um, I think I've actually found the perfect coffee for that as well. So, uh, thank you uh, very much uh, for that stuff. Thank you very, very much for everybody who commented on the new website. I'm really really pleased with how it's worked out. Um, we knew it wasn't perfect when we launched it but what we wanted to do was launch it at a stage where we could get your feedback and if things needed changing, tweaking, changing around um, then we were still at the stage where we were able to do that and then it would rather be the finished product and then um, go in there. We've incorporated lots of the feedback that we've had in from you guys as well so that is awesome. Um, it's still not quite there uh, we've still got a few things we're tinkering with and changing with and we know we've definitely had some issues with the uh, Internet Explorer 6, but please be patient with us, Um, we know it's going to be brilliant once it's all done, um, and I'm just so grateful for all of your feedback, please do be the person that uh, feeds back and don't be the person that sits there being quiet about what they don't and do and don't like. So, we're going to go into the comments, um, as last time, I'm really well prepared, and... um... I'm going to go and get an internet signal. I'll be back in a moment. If I was organised, you wouldn't love me. (laughs) I forgot I couldn't get an internet signal in the garden, forgot to load up the comments, so sorry for that. So, amazing amount of comments again this week. I just, uh, and I know I'd go on, um, but I love them. I honestly do. It brings the biggest smile, Um, it cheers me up, and I. It feels like I'm not doing this just for me, so thank you very much for all of the lovely comments. Uh, Roland Gifford, excellent uh, in my mug but very quiet. I'm sure today's is going to be full of issues in the garden, on location. But I'm working on stuff, we will get there. Uh, two particularly interesting points. Uh, firstly, the Gao improving with age, uh, absolutely agree with this. And, and, and it still, I think for me, is a big rester. The other is about grinding. I've been finding the variable grinding times uh, and the resultant volumes for the same starting weight of different beans. You were saying you altered your standard espresso grind size for this week's coffee, any comments about grinding would be helpful, especially for those of us who have one bag and it's difficult to experiment with. It is so difficult with all of the variables involved with grinding and all of the variables in people's setups at home to get it bang on and to give you exact advice. That's why I'm always really reluctant to give any exact advice. you know, because it, it, it's impossible, it's, in, it's an absolutely impossible thing to hit um, but I will try wherever I can and it's something I definitely will bear in mind Roland um, Dan Lache, great looking lab, I wish I could come and visit uh, awesome place to prep for competition uh, says like an amazing coffee, I'm in the camp that tend to like a bit of acidity controlled on the palate, site revamp, revamp looks great, thank you Dan um, Michael McLaughlin very low sound uh, but another great in my mug um, and he, Michael talks about the different grind things that happen um, and, and, and yet I, I back that up with my little bit that if you already know these things I'm sorry for repeating them and, and Michael does go in there but there's so many variables um, Alex Redgate for me getting really heavy dominant burnt oranges blossom water the nut is a bit hide-and-seek for me but nevertheless delicious um, Gadgetroid Espresso was too bright, sharp acidity for my taste and it is about personal taste very, very much and you'll find later on people actually, this was a big divide in coffee last week. I think there was an awful lot of people that didn't get certain things and did get other things and and yeah, uh, milk tempers the acidity and revealed a mildly minty undertone, interesting. I haven't found that but I am going to go and have a look back uh, at that with the Triangulo. David Wall says, "WBC beard is back. Mm, it's itching like heck." There's a there's an in joke that last year I grew uh, a WBC beard because there was a whole thing about WBC's World Barista Championships. Sorry, I'm assuming everybody knows what WBC is, and um, I grew a beard, kind of semi beard like this that was just not a real beard. Uh, and I was I got kind of called out there a little bit by David. I, I, I want to shave it off, but. I don't know, it may stay, it may go, I'll, I'll see how I survive. Um, and, and then David went on to say, uh, I've got woody notes on the nose, cedar, um, perhaps the signs of ageing heading towards past crop, could could well be. Um, I, I'm I don't pick up the woody notes as much. Um, uh, but it got violet sweets, uh, nuttiness on the aftertaste, maybe like a toasted pine nut. And I do like the toasted pine nut, and perhaps that could be that whole woodiness that I'm not picking up. Um, uh, yep, yeah, interesting one, thank you David. Uh, Flib said, only just tried this one through the V60, we'll be trying other methods, completely agree with David about the woodiness, um, like chewing on a pencil, unfortunately an overriding flavour that I'm getting. This and that, 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 that that's cool. Um, Malcolm said, I agree with all that's been said about the acidity, the different grinding times to achieve the right espresso. My first cup was so bright and acidic, I thought that I wouldn't be able to drink the whole bag. Um, I left the bag open for two days before brewing another cup, and what a difference it made. Reduction in the acidity. And you can speed up that ageing process by letting the oxygen get at the coffee, so definitely something to look at. Um, Daniel Thomas, at the risk of sounding silly, I agree with most, of the, most coffee tasting... Sorry, let me start again. Right, at the risk of sounding silly, I think that this is the most coffee-tasting coffee I've tasted so far. Agree with Terry about the Kona brew taste, wicked acidity from the espresso, real shock comparing to last week's, uh, which had hardly any acidity. Even a a latte my wife and mother could tell them apart. Um, That's fantastic. That's that's brilliant. That's why those coffees have been chucked in there. And I think this week's again will probably... They'll realise how different it is too. And that's brilliant, because thinking about coffee, how ten years ago did we think coffee tasted much different between them and I don't know whether it's a society we did and, and things like that just mean that we are, so that's awesome um, grinder. I didn't really relate to the melon, oranges and hazelnuts but my uh, inability, inability to turn what I taste into words is legend uh, must have a conversation with my wife about tasting terms on this coffee <laughs> like the new website too, thank you very much Grinder. and Paul Eagle said Big flavour I'm getting is honeydew melon uh, with almost a pear drop like acidity uh, on their own. Two flavours I really like, but put together and not overly keen on. Um, uh, over the course of the week, I've tried as an espresso, vac pot, chemex, French press, filter cone. Out of them all, I found the filter cone my favourite, the others were a bit too bright, in the espresso, especially. Uh, didn't like Tries as cappuccino, perhaps I'll do that later today. And the thing I love, I'm just going to pop that down. Sorry for the close up scary of my. Uh, my hairy face Um, I think the biggest thing for me from the comments from last week's was there was a massive difference of opinion some people said it was woody, earthy, kind of, you know, that, that, that whole thing some people were saying it was too bright, too acidic, oranges and I love taste because there, nobody's right, particularly me um, I think you know it's all about perception, it's all about how we perceive those flavours and the different flavours and the very fact that we're talking about that we're perceiving and tasting different flavours is awesome um, Right, listen, I'm going to whack you on pause now, I'm going to go and brew the coffee in a slightly different way um, I because of the camera setup I have today I'm not really going to be able to show you the brewing method but I'm going to be doing um, an iced coffee so um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a little bit different but I will tell you about all the parameters that I'm using um, so I'll whap you on pause and I shall be back in just a moment so I'm back, so as I said this is a bit of a first for in my mug because we're going to be doing iced coffee uh, basically brewed up uh, here, um, the drink um, really interesting kind of things to talk about with the iced coffee but yeah, uh, not gone as, as I kind of would have thought um, so this coffee I cooked around about five weeks ago, and when I cooked it, I knew this was going to be a great iced coffee. I kind of looked at it and thought, this is going to be perfect for it. Um I know this coffee incredibly well as a brewed coffee, so uh, it's not like it's something that um, it won't work in brewed, and I think it's very important to get that point across. coffee that we're using is Kenya Gethenbwini. It's uh, a, a double A Kenyan, which is the, the grade of bean. Uh, it's grown in the Kiambu region, which is just north of uh, Nairobi, which is in the southern part of Kenya. Um, it's grown. Uh, it's owned by a French company called Sokif. Oh, so- 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 Socfina or something like that uh, and it's been in their their ownership since about 1958 uh, the farm is believed to be around about 80 years old um, the farm is huge I mean it is massively huge um, there is a lot of Buini on the market, a lot of Buini that I don't think deserve that price and also a lot of Gethinbwini that would be Half the price that we've paid for this one. So the lot numbers are very important when it comes to buying Kenyas, um, and just keep in mind that not all Kenyas are, uh, 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 you know, not all Gethenbweenies uh, are going to be of the same quality uh, or the same batch. Um, the varietal of this coffee is an SL28 and an SL34. The SL standing for Scottish Labs, which uh, did a lot of work with varietals um, during colonial post and pre-colonial times to help Kenya uh, find varietals that suited the earth the very best and for me one of the greatest things that the the colonies brought to Kenya was this amazing varietal SL28 in particular, um, some of my favourite coffees have come from that varietal Um, the altitude of the farm is around about 1800 metres above sea level um, which is some pretty meaty altitude for for Kenya Um, so so yeah, I think it's time um, to actually uh, try some coffees uh, uh, and actually, um, sorry, just bear with me a second and get everything um, ready. Um, so, oh actually before I do that, really, I should really talk to you about, um, it has a brewed coffee, so let me put these down again. So it's a brewed coffee, um, I've known this coffee for a long time, as I said, uh, I think it's delicious. God, the wind's really getting up a little bit now. Um, but in the past, it's been a whole bowl full of black currants uh, and I mean huge black currants, it always has been. This one is very different as brewed coffee. On the blind t- cupping table, I thought it was a chef. I'll be very honest with you. Um, I tasted masses of grapefruit. Uh, I got a, a real kind of uh, summer fruity uh, kind of citrus going on, and I was like, that's got to be When I was told it was a I was absolutely gobsmacked. I'm so used to that Ribena berry style of Buini. This is different. Um, and it's changed a little in the five weeks. Five weeks ago, I got masses of grapefruit and I didn't get the lemon so much. For me now, it is full of lemons as brewed coffee. Um, it's just hugely, hugely lemony uh, almost like, uh, and I've put it on the cuppy notes and I'm going to get a stick for it but Hot Lemon Cold Remedy it really is that full on but it has the typical um, freshness um, uh, of uh, you know, the kind of refreshing acidity that you get with the Kenyan with the typical creaminess on the back end of it um, so uh, uh, amazing but not like last year's so don't expect last year's Getanbwini at all um, for the iced coffee I've gone for a slightly underdose, I've gone for 25 grams, um, I've gone for around about 500ml of coffee, uh, of, of water sorry, but not actual water poured in. The difference with iced coffee is you're going to get the water from the ice cubes melting, so I kind it's a little bit more guessworky than it would be normally, but I put around about 425ml of water in, which gave me around about 500ml of brew. Interesting. i would never really thought about it before. Um, when I brewed, uh, obviously ice underneath. So there's with the, with the f- uh, fretus, there's a, an ice part that goes in there that holds the, all of the ice, and it drips through. You can use a normal V60 in any kind of container, but you'll need to put the ice in the bottom um, and and then just pour it into there. Um, some people will, who have a sweet tooth may want to sprinkle some sugar on the very top of the ice um, so when it's brewing the hot is actually dissolving the sugar because sugar doesn't dissolve very well into cold fluid. Um, I haven't put any sugar in this and I actually don't think it needs to but then I don't have a sweet tooth. You can also put cream in the bottom or milk um, if you want a more, if you have cream and milk with your coffee you may want to do that um, but I don't because I don't, I don't take cream or milk. So, um, yep. Yeah. So, I've put some ice in the glass as well just to chill it a little bit more. It is icy cold in there, um, and particularly if you put a couple of ice cubes in the bottom as well as in the part that it brews through. But I'll put them in there anyway just because you can. So, I can actually smell. Lemons. I can smell citrus. It's just it's it's a, it's a really lemony coffee. It is one of those ones that you'll give to your nan to show her that coffees can be different, um, and I, and it is a big different one. So you get the coffee taste. You get co- it isn't you know there is coffee in there, but you get a beautiful citrus acidity, lemons all over it, and it's gone from when it's brewed to hot. Cold lemon remedy to lemon and grapefruit juice mixed together with a beautiful coffee undertone. It does have a creaminess as iced coffee, which is quite surprising. That does shock me a little um, because I don't. I, I, I always associate cold iced coffee with a little bit of bitterness, and there isn't any bitterness with this. But that's because I've selected the perfect coffee for iced uh, iced brewing. <laughs> um, so. I do want you to try this as iced if you've got the subscription or you've bought some of this, just to see, because I think it's it's, it's something different for a barbecue um, for during the World Cup when, you know, you don't want to have a beer or you're driving or whatever, I think it's a perfect alternative, um, but if you have got it, I definitely want you to try it this brood as well, because it is a phenomenal coffee, and I say that a lot, uh, uh, yeah, I hear you, but it is a phenomenal coffee. Um, fifth, sixth year of stocking it and the most different it's ever been listen, I'm going to wrap up before the rain comes down and my camera gets soaking wet with the iPad there Um, I'm going to pop a voucher code up below for you Um, it's not much off this coffee's so expensive so, so expensive but I think it's worth it Exciting couple of weeks coming up for, for, for has-been and for In My Mug. We have some awesome coffees hitting the store very soon. This weekend I'm adding the Panamala Esmeraldas, the geisha lots um, from the auction, which uh, 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 you have to try, you just have to try. I'm not even going to try and describe them to you until we... I don't even know if we're going to do it In My Mug with them because they are so expensive. We'll see. We'll see how, how, how that one pans out. We also have World Bristol Championships coming up in the next week. Um, hence, as I said earlier. Um, so that's going to be massive. We've also got a big announcement coming up in the next couple of weeks about as well about somebody who's uh, maybe coming on board. Um, we also obviously had the website launch, um, which has been amazing. And just so much going on, so much going on. New iPhone app under development on its way. Um, Everything's happening. So, I'm going to wrap up. Uh, life is too short for bad coffee. Life is too short to not try iced coffee. Um, yeah. See you soon.